Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Hello and thank you for listening to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. My name is Jay Shears, a pastor and certified kingdom advisor. We appreciate the fact you're using wisdom from this program to facilitate better financial stewardship in your life. If you have questions or comments about today's program, feel free to give me a call. Toll-free number is 888-226-7614. You can also find our contact information at kingdomplanadvisory.com, kingdomplanadvisory.com, or you can find us on Facebook at Kingdom Plan Advisory. So, over the last 13 months, 14 months, um, really strange time in our lifetime, right? Pandemic, we got election fraud, uh, conspiracy theories, Russian hoaxes, uh, we've got more racial division now than we've had in probably 50 years. Um, there's just a lot of bad stuff going on. Most of it's politically motivated uh, or caused by some of these uh, uh, knucklehead politicians. But some of it wasn't. Some of it uh, we don't know yet <clears throat> as far as you know where did the virus come from. Um, but... <clears throat> We, as as responsible stewards, really need to learn from what has transpired over the last um, year, over the last 12 months. One of the biggest and critical uh, lessons that uh, people should have learned, but I don't think they did, is that you need an emergency fund. You have to have an emergency fund. There's a whole lot of people that were willing to work that could not work. You know, and, and, and what happens is we were waiting on the government to send us um, some crumbs to live on. Because no emergency fund, right? Now, the government has been so kind to send out stimulus to a bunch of people who needed it and a lot more people who didn't need it. But what happened to that money? Well, I can tell you what happened to that money. There, we've seen a, a shortage of uh, cell phones and, and uh, Playstations and Xboxes and uh, notebooks. Um, we've seen uh, an increase of people traveling whenever they would get stimulus checks. So that group of people did not learn. Did not learn that you need an emergency fund. We don't know. We don't know what type of, of disasters, and the, the pandemic was a natural disaster, whether it was man-made or not, natural disaster, and to this day, we're still bickering over it. You know, we've got, it, it, it's just division. That's the word of the day, division. Half the country thinks that, that uh, you know, we wear masks, the other half says no. I mean, it's all, it, but it's all political uh, regurgitation. Um so the first lesson we should have learned is, is you have to have an emergency fund. What else did we learn from this? First of all, that, that, um, when you think that you're surrounded by brothers and sisters in Christ, but, but, uh, 
those same people are buying an entire car full of toilet paper. Uh, people, <clears throat> you've got to take care of yourselves. And don't wait for a disaster to happen to be prepared. Now, folks living along the hurricane uh, pathways, Florida, Louisiana, Texas, Carolinas, those people understand being prepared, right? They have extra gas and some gas cans. They've got bottled water. They've got food, uh, uh, canned food. They're prepared. So should we not, as responsible stewards, have that kind of, of awareness? The answer is yes. Now, <clears throat> what we're seeing now, along with the pandemic, is the cyber attacks. And we've seen it basically shut down the East Coast, Southeast Coast, from gas. Right? My own daughter couldn't get back and forth to work. There was no gas. So don't you think it would always be a really good idea to have maybe a couple of gas cans, maybe two five-gallon gas cans that are full of gas? Seriously. You know, let it sit there. And I have to, you know, I don't know how long gas can sit. I wouldn't let it sit more than a year. You know, put it in your car and, and, and replace it. Um but have, have and, and you know, there were <laughs> we see the people out there trying to fill up Walmart bags full of gas. Seriously, I mean we've seen it. Um, so you know, simple things. But these cyber attacks are happening, and just this week we've seen a cyber attack on the largest meat producer, as a Brazilian company, but they have places throughout the United States. We've seen the cyber attack on meat. Well, meat is already inflated in price. Now we're going to see more inflation or a shortage of meat. Now my question to you is, doesn't it make sense to have things, you know, how long? You know, I'm not a doomsday prepper, all right? So don't, don't, don't uh, assume that. But having food... Having food that that uh, you could consume uh, without it without it being expired, you know, uh, spam and sardines and you know I lived on that stuff in the military, but <clears throat> you know non perishables. The you know it, it, it as long as you could boil water, you could cook uh, you know spaghetti or um, you know macaroni or rice or whatever it may be. So things that are non-perishable are a really good idea to have. You know, <clears throat> what else did we learn from this? Have your affairs in order. You know, make sure your will is up to date. Make sure your beneficiaries are up to date. Make sure that your loved ones know how to settle your state. Because what we have seen during this virus is that, you know, some people got sick, some people went on a ventilator, and they never came home. We've seen it. Those people had no time to prepare. You know, we always think we have time. No, we don't. We don't know the number of our days. So, lessons learned from this this pandemic and, and the state of affairs that we're in is to have your affairs in order. Yeah, it's it's not the the scenario that we think, well, when I get, you know, when I retire, I'll make sure everything's taken care of. No, do it now. It needs to be done now. Um, and I'm, I'm here to tell you as a financial planner for 25 years, 
I am concerned about that very issue because I, I people that come to me, new people, it their their affairs are never in order. I'm like, who's so and so on your beneficiary list? Well, that you know, that's my ex-wife. I'm like, oh, you want her to get everything? Well, no, you know, or that that's going to my son. Oh, is your son responsible? No, he's a meth addict. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm being extreme there, but it, those scenarios have happened enough times that I that I I actually mention it. Uh, it it's a reality. <clears throat> so get your affairs in order, your wills, your trust, your beneficiary designations, um, and making sure that people know where your accounts are at. Make sure they know where your 401k or your pension or your IRAs or your bank accounts or your life insurance contracts. Uh, auto insurance policies, you know, who's going to pay the rent, who's going to pay your mortgage payment, who's going to pay the utilities. All those things need to be figured out. Get it in order, people. What, what, I, I, I just cannot fathom the procrastination of people who think they're going to live forever. It's just beyond me. You know, I've had clients that had strokes that were never able to return to normal. That, yeah, I've got people with dementia and Alzheimer's. Um, I'm dealing with power of attorneys on those those folks now. And the power of attorneys had no idea what mom and dad had. People, get your affairs in order. It's, it's just prepare for the storm that is ultimately coming. You know, from a faith standpoint, how is your relationship with God? Right now, today. Do you have time for God? You know, when we look at the prioritization that, that, that as far as our responsibilities and who needs our attention most, God is our first priority. You can't fight the battles that we need to fight, okay, without God in the foxhole with you. You know, a, a lot of people have used this pandemic as an excuse to, to not go back to church. You know, do I think that you have to belong to a church to get to heaven? No, I don't believe that. But at the same time, how, you know, do professional uh, uh, basketball players and football players and baseball players, do they not practice for the game? Christians, that's what church is. We go and we learn how to fight daily battles. How do we stand up against Satan's, uh, uh, you know, dominion and his army and his demons how do we how do we get through financial issues how do we get through uh, marriage issues how do we how do we raise our kids how do we handle things that are going on in our life that's what you do at church okay now i know the church is in trouble financially uh spiritually we we see the you know uh, uh, prosperity preachers like joel olstein um that are just spreading venom, just complete nonsense. And people are following that nonsense. And I understand that's the church. And, and when people get burned, you know, you, you, you get the, the Benny Hens of the world that are fake faith healers. And we got all these other things going on. And I, I get it. I really do. I get it. People avoid the church. People don't avoid the church. Stick your nose in the Bible and start reading. All right. Find you a church that has good conservative values that the pastor or the preacher is actually utilizing without too much of his or her own uh, uh, interpretation. And that's what we all interpret what we read, but that it's not man's law, that we're not picking specific sins to say, well, homosexuals aren't coming in this church, 
If you're divorced, you can never preach. Yeah, all that stuff, people. <laughs> can you tell I'm a little fired up today? I, I'm just... Yeah, we've got so many things going on in this world. The last thing we need is a church to be in turmoil. But the church has always been in turmoil. Yeah, it really has. But get right with God. I'll leave it at that. So, I mean... What are we looking at here? Be prepared for the worst. Read Ecclesiastes. King Solomon tells you how to do this. You know, cast your bread upon the waters. Divide by seven and not, and yes, eight. Read Ecclesiastes. King Solomon will get you ready for a storm. Right? And don't take your eyes off of God during the storm. Don't take your eyes off of God during the storm. Okay? So have an emergency fund. Don't be loaded up in debt. All right, get out of that debt, people. It's it's cumbersome, emotionally draining. It's just it's just bad stuff. You know, I'll let you get away with a mortgage, but the rest of that, don't be going out and buying cars on uh, seven-year loans. People, shame on you if you did. That 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 is just ridiculous. You're not going to drive that car seven years. You're going to lose money on it. You never borrow money on a depreciating asset if you can avoid it. So we have our emergency fund, you know, our debts within reason. We got our, our financial affairs in order. We have our wills, our trusts, our beneficiary designations. We have our loved ones knowing who's doing what, what you have. They have to know it. You know, don't don't make it a big treasure uh, hunt at your death. Uh, and I've seen that more often than not. That's what a, a death usually is. I, you know, I'm getting statements. Jay, I'm getting statements nine months later after dad's been gone. I didn't even know he had this account. You know, or, or you know, uh, listen, <clears throat> prepare for the storm and pray that the storm never happens. But don't wait until the storm is over your head and say, oh, I got to do something. And then when the storm does happen and not take the lessons learned from that storm, people, that that is the, the, the just the explanation uh, or the description of plain stupidity. They, you know, we're still dealing with this pandemic nonsense. Um, you know, mask, no mask. You know, we're still in it. And people haven't learned a doggone thing. They would rather get on, on Facebook or TikTok and, and pick sides and, and throw rocks at each other. You know, when I was a kid, me and my cousin would have dirt clawed fights. You ever have a dirt clawed fight? I'd always pick up a hard dirt clawed and I'd deal my cousin. <laughs> So, but you know, this isn't life. Isn't a dirt clawed fight, okay? It's not north versus south. It's not east versus west. It's not black versus white. It's not black versus yellow. It's not yellow versus brown. It's not. It's not. Okay. Get on the right side. The right side is with God, and get ready for the storm, and pray that it never happens. If you need advice, I'm gonna I'm not gonna make you feel bad when you talk to me. I'm gonna help you get get things in order. But you need I mean you need a quarterback. Everyone needs a quarterback. I have a quarterback that I call and say, hey, this is what I've been doing. What do you think? I review, I have a, a friend who's a financial planner that's been in business longer than I have that looks at my stuff and then I he says, Jay, this is what I'm planning on doing. You know, uh, financial. I'm, I'm, I'm building this or I'm buying. This. What do you think? But we all do that. We need a quarterback. We need a coach, right? Ultimately, the team owner is God. But even team owners have coaches. 
Okay, you with me? So don't be embarrassed. Stop procrastinating. No one's gonna no one's gonna make you feel bad about your current situation. If they do, go to somebody else to actually try to help you. Okay? I will help you. Give me a call, 888-226-7614, 888-226-7614. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit KingdomPlanAdvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.